accessing node A two E E E three four Q. Connected. Downloading. Transfer complete. Welcome back to the Dead Drop, your secure transfer of video game and developer news. I'm Matthew Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. And it's a bit of a rainy day as I record this episode. Almost seems unfair for me to be able to enjoy it and you to miss out. Hold on a sec. Ah, there we go. It's pretty good, isn't it? Anyway. While we're enjoying this precipitation in the background, I just thought I'd share a quick revelation I've had about this podcast. Realise that it's not just about sharing gaming news with you all, which is probably the primary reason for the podcast, but it's also about media literacy. It's about learning how to decipher the information in news articles today, how to extract what you need and avoid all the fluff, and more importantly, be able to figure out exactly what is information and what isn't. So I'm now going to consider that one of our primary missions for this podcast, media literacy and video game news. I'll update things accordingly, but you're here for the news. So let's get stuck into it. This is your transfer from the 28th of July, 2022. And these are the news stories that you need to know. Ubisoft got into a little bit of a huff this week over one of their games called Roller Champions, which was claimed to be not necessarily cancelled, but at least not supported in an ongoing fashion. Jeff Grubb on a particular episode mentioned this, but Ubisoft has since come out and said that Roller Champions is still being supported, regardless of what may or may not have come to fruition as part of the discussion. They have come out on Twitter and stated very explicitly that they are supporting it. It is continuing, but there is a few clarifications that they're making. The primary of these is that they will be extending the current season so that they can continue to fix issues that have irritated players for the longest time, but they have explicitly said, you can rest assured, we'll keep you updated as we roll forward. This is one of those cases where sometimes a small piece of information can excite the gaming community and the journalism outlets surrounding it, and they can kind of run away with themselves a little bit. Then it takes a development studio to come out and correct some of these things. And of course, if you want to check out online, I may have slipped up with one of the queries I sent out there about this particular issue. I'd rather not get into it. Feel free to explore that further with the link in the show notes if you'd like to learn more. A new study has come out from Oxford University, a series of researchers that have been studying gaming and their impact on overall mental health. And they have now discovered that the overall mental health is positively impacted by video games. This contradicts a previous study that was done by the very same team in 2020, but this time there was a couple of differences. The first is that they had 39,000 participants, whereas previously they had 4,000. And this time they were able to directly study the gameplay of the participants because seven gaming publishers and studios participated in the study and gave them the data that they can study themselves. The gameplay studied was from Apex Legends, EVE Online, Forza Horizon 4 and Outriders, And player experiences such as autonomy, competence, and intrinsic motivation were explored and reported on as part of the study. While the professor in charge of the study does state that it's still a very limited sample size compared to the broad scope of the entire gaming industry, it bodes well as research for studios like DeepSpring that are looking to create games that do positively impact mental health. With a study like this to back it up, it's going to make it a much more compelling case for people who are looking to invest. 
there are always much more finer details with these studies. And the article I've linked in the show notes gives you all of that detail. So I urge you to go and give that a read right now. The portable wireless VR unit MetaQuest 2 is getting a $100 US price hike. They're saying that the construction costs and the price to ship them has been on the rise, so they need to adjust the price to amend that. And it's a bit sad considering the Quest 2 is a great wireless solution to take to your friends and family to give them a go and see what VR is like. But they have said that they've tried to sweeten the deal a little bit, at least until from August until the end of the year, that they'll include Beat Saber, one of the most popular VR games, I would imagine. And if you're looking to pick one up soon, I think the price changes in a couple of days, so get on it, guys. Many fans were overjoyed to see that there's a new Black Panther on the horizon, Wakanda Forever. There's a trailer for that that's come out, but also a few rumors floating around that Electronic Arts, or EA, is working on a single-player Black Panther game. Again, this comes out as a rumor from Jeff Grubb via Reset Era, where he was discussing the ex-Monolith production developers will be working on the game. And these are, of course, ex-Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor developers, which may bode well for the title, but there's yet to be any official confirmation of the game. So keep an eye out for that. Though knowing that there's another Spider-Man in the works and a Wolverine game coming shortly, it would make sense that they're making this as well. Some wrestling game fans have since discovered that 2K has quietly delisted almost all of the WWE games on Steam. They seem to have removed WWE 2K17, 18, 19, and 20. They were removed around July 13th, which was this month, which means the only wrestling games available for purchase on Steam are 2K22 and the little loved arcade wrestler WWE Battlegrounds. The reason for the games disappearing is still currently unknown. It could be due to a licensing agreement. It could be because music rights are expiring. It could be for any number of reasons. And 2K have yet to reach out and explain why they've disappeared. Hopefully, this means that they're becoming back. If the games can no longer be supported or they're looking to announce their lack of support, then this may be a first shot across the bow on that front. It remains to be seen, but we'll see what happens. John Cena is coming to Fortnite. <clears throat> Great. Who put this in? Indie studio Tender Claws, based out of Los Angeles and maker of a lot of VR titles, it seems, is looking to unionize. And it seems their leadership is in full support of the 13 full-time and part-time staff working at the firm to align with the communication workers of America's campaign to organize digital employees and form their own union. Staff sent the proposal to the developer's management last Tuesday and the voluntary recognition was accepted by the team. And it looks like there has been a lot of precedent set in other places, such as Raven Software's efforts to do so in May and Blizzard Albany, previously Vicarious Visions, also has filed for a union election, but Activision Blizzard is yet to respond to that particular proposal. Again, it's great to see that collective bargaining and union-based agreements is coming to the games industry full force Let's hope that those who support it and want to engage in it have the opportunity to do so in future as well. And the last thing I want to tell you about this week is another podcast. I would recommend listening to them, but I was lucky enough to guest on one of their episodes that will be coming out on Friday. I was a guest on the Waffling Taylor's podcast, a great podcast where two of the Taylor brothers talk about games and movies and everything in between. 
based out of the UK. They've got great banter. And after the episode that I recorded with them, I think I'm friends for life. They are great lads to listen to and chat to. Now, in particular, this episode I recorded with them is about my love of esoteric games and in particular, Inscription, which came out late last year, and Assemblance, two games which came out in 2016 and 2018, respectively. Both excellent games, but I more share my experience of working in the Discord with a number of people to solve Assemblance Oversight, the second chapter. And if you want to find out more about that, please listen to the episode. Now, there are links in the show notes to their website and places that you can access their podcasts. And if you subscribe, you'll probably see them there a couple more times. I can see that relationship being incredibly strong. Now, if you needed another reason to check them out, here is a quick promo just to give you an idea of what their banter is like. No one calls me these days. Oh, hey, what ho, Squitch? Have you finished that big new feature for the website yet? Absolutely. Hang on. Well, that's not bad. It loads pretty quickly. There's every episode on it as well. X. What's this button all about? Don't push that button. That ain't gonna happen. No! Nothing happened. That's what you think. Waffle Dealers is a podcast all about video games and nonsense. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, or head over to waffledealers.rocks. Make sure you check them out. The episode is coming out on Friday. And that was the gaming industry news that you need to know. This is your first episode. Welcome to the Dead Drop community. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. Check out the Instagram at deaddroppodcast or follow me on Twitter at mattblisspod. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news and make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.